Okay. Hi. I'm going to ask you again. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you awake? I'm awake. <gasps> I took a nice nap. Are you fed? I am. <laughs> Not fed up. Fed. Okay, so we're watching this commercial for the new Percy Jackson. There's a Percy Jackson? A new one. And I was kind of excited when I started watching this commercial because I was like, awesome, they finally got the right age of the character because in the original movie the kid was way too old, blah, blah, blah. Uh, tell me why the daughter of Athena, who in the books are described as having stormy gray eyes and blonde hair, is cast as a black girl. <laughs> Come on. But, but the, that means the other girl was way wrong, too. Yeah. I was pissed off about her, too. Oh. She was what? Brunette? And Yeah, she had gray eyes. Like, light eyes. but And she was too old. The problem with the first movie is that the characters, the actors were too old. They're supposed to be children. I'm sorry, but honestly, I don't think there's a reason for them to make this one. Outside of maintaining their control over the, the property itself. Well, like, Rick Riordan was pissed off about the first movie so much so that he refused to do any more after that and then created his own studio to then start doing things like an animated series that was more true to the, the books. But who cares? Who wants to see it? That's the, I think that's the thing. It's like once it's been done, whether it's been done well or not, well, it's been done. That's it's like, like Aragon. Everybody wants to dog Aragon. But the the first, the, they only did one Aragon movie. Uh-huh. And honestly, the Aragon movie is not that far from the book. But maybe that's the problem. Books don't necessarily translate into movies I mean, they left out three quarters of the book in the movie. Which, which is normal. Which is normal, because if you watch any of the Harry Potters... So, before I even read Harry Potter, I watched all the movies, well, all of them that were out at the time, and then I read the books, and as I would read a book, I would then finish the book and then go immediately and watch the movie to kind of see where the discrepancies were. There is a character in book one of Harry Potter that is not introduced until, like, movie five. There are whole sections, like big, okay. huge swaths. But those of are edits. Those are editor choices. Yeah. And director choices. Yeah. Which I don't have a problem with. They're they're supposed to be not. They're not supposed to be beholden to the book. They are supposed to be telling a story. Yeah. And if they need to leave something out, they leave it out. If they need to bring something in from later, because it's. It's going to make more sense uh-huh. for a film? Okay. Yeah. I, I guess I don't have a problem with any of that. Unless you're trying to make a movie that is exactly the book. But nobody really does that. Because if you try to do that, so many things just don't work in well, film that may have worked when you read it on the page. So wait, wait, wait. Before you go on, do the thing. Roll the intro. 
on. Into a hole. Continue on book with your versus. little mini rant. Go. A little book versus. Come on. Book. What do you think? We haven't had so, a book club. You haven't done a book club. Listen. So, your point where you can do more things in the movie than you can in the book or blah, 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 or. That's not my point. My point is everything in the books don't translate to film. True. So, for example, like the Fifty Shades of Grey book. really hard if you read books when they come out. Right. Because well, that's your, I only, wonder, your like, only vehicle. If I were a person who hadn't seen the, or read the book first and I just saw the movie, I'd be like, why is this billionaire in a, a regular old everyday hotel room? Why isn't he in some penthouse suite? Why isn't he in some... But then some... doesn't that speak to his character? Him as a character. Why well, is and he it doesn't not... fit the character. No, it doesn't fit the character in the book. It doesn't fit the character in the then they, they had to have made a decision based on something. I don't know Like, what it they're was. trying to say something. You have to understand, most directors are trying to say something. They're trying to make a statement. They're not trying to follow books. Not fair, but... You know, and most times, they're, like, bucking the book. Like, they don't really care about the book. Unless the book is just greatest thing ever. Like, we just can't change anything. Well, how'd that turn out for the airbender? The last airbender? No. They chop Bing Bang. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, I'm saying if the director has that feeling. Yeah. Like, I read this, I can't change a thing. I just want to bring this I wonder screen. how many That's directors fine. actually read the books, or do they just Very read few. the script? I would say, well, the screenplay is different than the book. Yeah. And the screenplay has to be different than the book. Because, like, the Aragon book... I had seen the movie prior to reading the book. And my brother was like, no, you have to read the book. So like, he said it's going to be really hard to get into the first couple of chapters, but just keep going. And so I did, and I really loved the book. So much so that I owned all of the books in hardcover. And then recently I found out, I don't know, maybe two or three weeks ago, that they're coming out with a fifth book.
shouldn't be compared unless you're just going to have an academic argument as to is the story be better served by one or the other. It really, you, sh you cannot put them together and be like, things should be away in the film because it was away in the book. Well, you just I, can't do that with anything. I'm clearly one of those weirdos because I would prefer to read the book than watch the movie or the TV series or whatever. I would prefer to see it on stage over film. Okay, but think about, think about a lot of our current fantasy, sci-fi, they, they absolutely will not translate to the stage. Oh no, but things like Late Miz and Hathaway in Late Miz? Are you kidding me? Absolutely not. Okay, but like I said, the, that's... Those are, you know... You gotta understand, there's more that's going into this decision-making process than just being an accurate representation of a work of art on stage or really? in film. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean... Why do you why do you make certain choices? You make those choices because you need butts and seats. Yeah. You know, and and if you if you could just do the art. Yeah. Well, that's different. But then if you're saying I need to make money on this art, we're gonna make totally different choices. You know, it's like watching the the latest Transformers movie. If you watch it alone, like you don't know anything about Transformers and just watch that film. Fine. Yeah. I mean, it's totally fine. But if you're trying to put it with the other films and you're trying to understand, like, what's going on, and it, then it becomes like, it doesn't, like, it doesn't make any sense. It's almost like the Marvels. You know, if you watch it alone. Right. Yeah. It's, and it's funny because everybody says the same thing. It's fun. It is fun. I like the problem it. with that is it shouldn't be fun. But it's fun, you know, the way that the, the, the three characters, even though one of them didn't even need to be in the movie, um, it's like, you know, it's still fun. But then when you try to put it with the greater MCU and all the stuff that came before it and all that, and it's like, why did we need this? This did nothing. Did nothing. And if you try to lay it up against um, uh, Secret Invasion, it makes no sense. So, you know, there is no time when when Fury should like I I put the I when I um, I think I I twittered um, I twittered uh, about you know Nick Fury should never be comic relief. You know that's just not a it shouldn't be you know based on what's been set forth in the film prior to this even in Secret Wars or Secret Invasion. So. Um, yeah. Like I said, I don't have... I tend to gravitate more towards film. Because I'm an AV person. So I really care about what the film is. But then after the film, that's when I feel like I want to go and read the books. Oh, yeah. See, because then it's like, okay, now I can... And that's what I did with the line of wardrobe I had never read those books as a child so I I had seen that animated Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe I think they played it like every year at Christmas time yeah. 
I used to watch that all the time, and then they came out with the live action, and I watched those, and then it was like, I want to know, I want to read the books. And then I started diving into it, and was like, well, wait a minute, these things, these are out of order, like, like if you read them in the order that they were written, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is not first, if you, and it's like, that is a to fans wanting to know more right. because they had read the other books. It's like, oh, no. Oh, well. Okay. So then you read them and it's like, ah, now I understand what's going on here and what this, what's going on with this witch and how she even knows who humans are and all that. It's like, okay, I got it now. But none of that's in the film. Right. But none of that's in the book either. You know, it's, it's in the other yeah. story. The other story. So, I don't know. I don't have a problem. And that's what I think a lot of people are having an issue with. Lord of the Rings, same thing. You know, you have all of this stuff that came out in the film. And then you have The Hobbit. But then there's all this other stuff that has been written that's from the ancient past of that world. And now they're starting to bring a lot of that stuff out in the latest. The Rings of Power. Yeah, Rings of Power. And it's just like, oh, so now we're getting backstory and all of this other information that wasn't contained necessarily in those books. And we're getting it little bits of it. But yeah. then there are char- there might be a whole character that just doesn't exist anyway. Right. You know? And that's why you just have to you can't put them together. You just gotta be like, okay look, these are the films. These are the TV shows. The TV shows and the films they go together. Okay, fine. Or the TV shows and the films don't go together. Fine. But don't put the books in there. Right. Because once you put the books in there, it's like the books are going to be able to spend way more time giving you details, minutiae that that make it washed over you like the home of a hobbit. Yeah, you got it visually, but you didn't understand all that you got when right. you got it because... You just saw it as a home. Right. You didn't realize that there was significance to that home and why it was the way it was. Well, there is some. There probably is some significance that was all that was put into the other books. Right. Okay. Are you done ranting about movies versus books now? Books are do you better. Feel, do you feel better about your about your life choices? <laughs> That's right. See, Aaron goes and asks questions. So before, not last week. But you just woke up. Why weren't you sleeping well? It was quiet and everything. I know, but during my nap, I woke up probably three or four times. Why? Because I can't get comfortable. You know what? I keep telling you, you're not going to get comfortable. So why don't you just get comfortable with the fact that you ain't going to get comfortable? That's fine, but it's still interrupting my sleep. And then... I told you what to do. You still don't do it. You keep laying on your back. And you cannot, you cannot lay on your back. 
shoulder surgery. I can't lay on my side all the time either. It's too painful. You better prop yourself up, put lots of pillows, put blankets, make it soft. You better do it my because my other I understand. I understand. I, trust me. I get it. But that's what you have to do. It's the only way you're going to actually fall asleep and get some sleep because you'll be able to sleep as long as your arm is not in a position to be pulling. The only place where I actually get decent sleep where I can sleep for hours and not wake up at all is the chair. Yeah, well, that's where you need I don't see your problem. That's, if that's where you're going to get sleep, see, I, I can't sit in the chair because the chair, you know, is one of those lazy boy style chairs and I can't sit in those. There's just not enough support for my back, so I'd end up in a lot of pain if I tried to sit like that. I could sit in this chair, my desk chair. I could sit in that probably better, and I did do that when I had my sling and all that stuff, but I always felt like I was going to fall. I always had that feeling. I always felt like I was going to fall out of the chair, like I was going to lean back or something, and the wheels were going to take me have like the footstool on it? Yeah, it has a footstool on it, but it, it still doesn't make me feel comfortable like I'm like, yeah, like I'm, I'm good. No, I feel like I'm going to fall over if I lean back in the car. And I probably would fall over because, you know, I'm not a Chinese person. And sleep in a chair, cuddle up on a ch in a chair with a pillow and a blanket. I can totally do that. Yeah, I can do that. Alright, so, on the list. Question. Question, does America need to see Trump's federal cases? Yes. Do we want him performing for the camera making a mockery of the court system? No. So how are you going to have one without the other? I, th I don't think that a camera should be in the courtroom. But do we need to have, like, do we need to have You literally just said no, yes. No, I don't think we need to have a camera in the courtroom. I think we need to have somebody reporting about what's going on in the courtroom, but I don't they think... They are doing that. They're doing that Yes, now. but that's seeing what's... The, the thing, I don't think that he should... I don't think that it should be Trump on camera because every time he gets a camera in there, it turns into a dog okay. and pony show. No, no, no. That hasn't happened yet. Every time the man is on camera, it happens. Okay, no. You're saying when he's on camera, but it hasn't happened in a court case yet. For anybody, it's a federal case. Federal cases can't have I cameras in the courtroom. But if it's a federal case and you can't have a camera in the courtroom, why the hell would you put a camera in the courtroom for because him? Because he's coming out and saying what happened in the courtroom and lying about it. And the only way to stop his ability to lie about it is to actually be able to watch it like we watched OJ. Yeah. It's it's so nobody can no neither side can come out and say something happened that did not happen. Somebody said something that was not said. Right. So the judge made a ruling that was totally against me because the judge hates me. Right. When none of it happened, because then it, then it's, we have to rely on pe 
example to refute what he's saying. Yep. But we're not going to get that across across the spectrum. We're not going to get everybody being able to hear what, what's being said to refute what Trump's saying. Because if you're if you just do MSNBC and Fox, right. MSNBC is going to sit there refuting it and talking to people that were actually in the room and saying, "Did this really happen?" Yeah, and they're going to be getting whatever they're going to whatever they said, and Fox is going to be going and getting people who could may have been in the room that just want to back up whatever Trump says. Right. After he walked out of the room, right? You know, and then the next thing you know. You get a whole bunch of people, voters, that are going to vote because they got bad information. Yeah. Or just don't care about facts. Yeah. Well, they they probably care. The problem is if you're telling somebody it's blue, it's blue, it's blue, it's blue, and you keep telling them it's blue all day long, every day for months and months and months. But in fact, it was purple the whole time. They thought blue was true. You know, and I think that's why I say, yes, there needs to be cameras in the courtroom. They need to, and I think, I think from what I've heard, it's either the Supreme Court or there's a group of judges that can override the requirement that that cameras stay out of the courtroom but my thing is maybe what they should do is do it more like the camera never focuses on um, the people sitting at the bench or the people sitting at the tables either side so then they can't mug for the camera they can't they can't do anything and the camera's like behind them. So basically if you're on the stand, you're gonna see the judge, you're gonna see the people on the stand, you're gonna hear the lawyers asking questions, you're gonna hear the back and forth, but nobody's gonna be able to sit there and ham it up for the camera or make faces or shake their head or do anything because it's not gonna get seen. Right. That seems like a much better way to deal with the fact that you know that you're gonna get a clown on camera to try to then influence people outside of the courtroom while the court case is going on. Right. Because I think in in like cases like OJ's, they were back and forth. You were seeing it was like you're seeing more than one view. And in reality, we should just get one static view and sorry. If you're sitting there as the, the plaintiff, you don't get to be seen. We know you're there. You know what I mean? So right. then why why do you need to be seen? Um, now the other cases, I think the case in Georgia can be can have, because it's not federal. That's a state case. So those can, all the state cases, the New York cases and all those, they can all, have, I believe, have cameras in the courtroom the judge allows. Right. But the federal cases, those are the ones, I 
guess, outside of Georgia, those are the ones that are most consequential to Trump being reelected. And those are the ones that people need to see. Alright. Alright. Next. Next. Until I finish the question. Because I know you're going to jump in here and add the third word. Do not do that. Hold yourself back. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you prepared? Is Trump dumb, senile, or is he calculated? Knowing exactly what he is doing to achieve his personal goals. Because he can't be both at the same time. The devs are trying to make it seem that way. question. Is Trump dumb, senile, or is he calculated knowing exactly what he is doing to achieve his personal goal? I think that he is calculated. I think that he... Speak up now. Is... I think there are bouts of senility in there. Uh, why? Because he thinks he's running against Obama? Yeah. <laughs> And he, he thinks that Joe Biden's going to start World War II? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's where the dumb comes in, right? No! It doesn't. Senility, maybe. Well, I, that's what I said. But I dumbness, think, no. I think, that, I think that senility is a thing. But it's not dumb. It's not him being, it's not him not understanding. Not him doing things and, and not, not understanding the ramifications of, it, of his actions. in his Obama, speeches. because he's senile. But is he? Yes! I don't think so. Are you kidding me? I think he knows that if he keeps railing against another old white guy, that his, his, the people that will want to vote for him as an old white guy, they're not going to necessarily take it the way he wants it. But if he keeps saying that he's running against the black guy, then all of a sudden people want to... He's still talking about Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> I mean, Republicans are in control of the Congress. The gavel is in the hand of a Republican. Why is he talking about Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> I mean, that's the, that's the thing. 
thing. It's like there's a there's a word from from the Generation X, a, a phrase that we use. That, that every single time I hear him speak, I think of this. This motherfucker is stuck out stupid. He is, but I don't think he's dumb. I didn't say he That's was. That's just it. I think but he's, he is stuck on stupid. I think he is. He is very calculated, and he is doing everything he has done. Up to this point, uh, for a purpose. Like it, he is, he's he's come up with at least in his mind. This is how this is this can work for me for my benefit. Yeah. Now it might be bad for like everybody else, but that's irrelevant. Yeah. It's gonna work for me right now, and if I take this course, okay, fine. And then, or. <laughs> I'll take the hits or the lumps right now, knowing that it's going to be better for me in the long run. Right. And stuff like that. And I think he's getting information from people around him, and he's and he's making a calculation. Uh-huh. He's doing a cost-benefit analysis yep. in his head. You know, no matter what it is. Yeah. Just like the court cases that are against him about his businesses. I'm sure he did that back then, too. Oh, sure. You know, because he can't be... He can't be... You can't be both things at the same time. You can't be dumb and calculated. Yeah. You know? I mean, he can be... He, he can make bad choices. He does make But bad I don't choices. think he's making bad choices because he's stupid. I think he's making bad choices because he's trying to go for a certain outcome. Well, I think he's making bad choices because he's arrogant. Right, right. But not because and he because doesn't he have the mental he... capacity. No, he thinks he knows better than everybody else. Right, like he's the smartest person in the room. Yeah, and he can he can take all that information and and whittle it down and go, okay, we're gonna do this. Yeah, it's like no, 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 no. It's just like the whole find more find more votes. It doesn't matter if that's illegal. That's not the point. Nobody's gonna find out about that. Nobody's gonna hear this phone call. You know. So look. Do all that you can to find these find these votes so that I win the state and you know yeah. this will be all good for everybody. Yeah. You know. And if nobody records the conversation, he would have got away with it. He, well, he would the guy the person on the other end may not have done anything, but he wouldn't be he wouldn't have that against him. Right. His voice on tape against yeah. him. I don't know. I, I, I don't. I hate this idea because I watch MSNBC, you know, every morning, and they sit around and they, they, one moment they're saying he's stupid, the next moment they're trying to prove that he's really dumb, then the next moment they're saying that he's old and senile. It's like, look, Biden is old. He is. He is not senile. Trump is only a few years, like, what, three years younger than him? He is also old. But he has, he has senile moments. No, no, no. That's fine. But you, he can't be operating as a person who does not understand what he's doing and right. calculating yeah. what, you know, that, and that's what they're doing. They're, they're flopping back and forth between the two ideas, and I think that's, that's where they mess up. Because people understand when somebody is not smart 
and people understand when somebody has lost a step due to age. Yeah. And people also understand when somebody is very calculated. Yeah. You can't have all those things at the same time. No. I don't know that I want to give him credit for being calculated either. I do. I think he's conniving. But That's I a don't, calculation. I don't know that... That's I a calculation. You literally, you literally are saying he's calculating. To connive is to be calculated. You have to be thoughtful, you have to weigh both sides, you have to look at the, the good and the bad of a situation, and then you make a decision based on that information. Yeah. That's calculating. And I think that's exactly what he is. He's a con it's man. just, okay, but con man is He's not a, a dumb man. person. A I, con man. I know, but you're saying you're said. making it sound like a con man is different than a person who is calculating. No, and it's I like, know. no, he is actually calculating. I never said he was dumb. Stuck out stupid. <coughs> All right. Oh, this is gonna hit you, hit you in your soft space, in your podcasting heart. Stop trying to say someone is dumb. You know that I'm reacting to probably things that have happened yeah. on MSNBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, stop trying to say someone is dumb or wrong because they are a podcaster. Some of us have important things to say and that don't come from a place of ignorance. Who are they talking about saying Oh, they do this all the time. Podcasters are so you ever people? you ever heard somebody sit there and be like they'll they'll bring somebody on and be like the person who is the head of the podcast that blah 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 because it's something somebody that they listen to uh-huh. and somebody that they care about and somebody that they they respect. Find credible. And then They'll say someone from an opposite side or somebody that they don't like their little podcast. <laughs> it's just like, why is one person's podcast any, you know, it's like people try to make do that with Joe Rogan. You know, it's like, I don't like what Joe Rogan is saying, so his podcast is shit. No, Joe Rogan reaches like millions of people. His podcast is fucking huge. You know, it's like... Just because you don't like him doesn't mean that he's irrelevant or that he's right. That That's my point. And they do that just because like if it's a... If, if you're watching MSNBC and the person has a podcast and they're... they're, they're but don't they all have podcasts? Yes! Every one of them? Well, for the most part, yeah. Or their shows are being podcasted. Like... Rachel Maddow's show, yeah. Chris Hayes' show, yeah. all of those are on the MS, they're through MSNBC, and, you know, because that's how I watch them, right. is listening to podcasts, so, yeah. Now, some people have, you know, their own podcast outside of their TV show, yeah. you know, Shannon Sharp's got Club Shay Shay, right. you know, got his thing. he's got his thing with... I mean, funny to hear them go back and forth. But I mean, you know that that I I, I it's like it's like you're you're not credible because you have a podcast because people 
It's like you're not worthy to talk about topics because we don't agree with you. Right. Like, no, I, I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it, but moving on. So, this is when they were talking about fentanyl. This is from China? Fentanyl does not come from China. I don't know why that's out there. Why so people think that. Ch- or when we lived in Foshan, I was on Taobao one day. And I don't remember what I was looking for, but I could have purchased fentanyl on Taobao. So don't tell me it doesn't come from China because no, no, I could have no, gotten no, it. No, you were living in China. Yeah. That, no, no. You live in the United States now. True. When you say it's coming from, you're talking about something being exported to the United States. You're not talking about the fact that you live there and you could have bought it there. But the issue is, uh, fentanyl is a problem in the United States. Yep. But the fentanyl is coming from Mexico. It's coming from Latin America because China is selling them the raw materials. Not selling fentanyl. And that's what I was politicians are trying to stop. I was tripping when we lived in China that that came up. I don't. Remember. I was looking for a medication. Yeah, but it's a pain reliever. It's deadly. No, it is not deadly if you take it right. But every drug can. I mean, you're. It's just an opium. It's an opiate, opium, opium-derived painkiller, like all the other opium-derived painkillers. Yes, but that's on something that is not deemed okay by the government. Yeah. No. You can you just like you probably can't get acetaminophen either. But you can get paracetamol. True. Okay. I mean this is the only country that we've ever been in that has acetaminophen. Right, everybody else is banned it. Yeah. So everybody else does paracetamol. FYI, that's what you guys call Tylenol. Um Yeah, the fentanyl thing. Um, I did not realize how much of an epidemic fentanyl is in the United States, but it's derived from the opioid crisis in the United States because it's basically the same style of drug. And I think it was made for suffering from cancer and to help them manage their pain better. Yeah, yeah. That's what fentanyl is for. And I think it has something to do with it, like help with the problems of Well, and now they're doing a lot more marijuana based, especially in Michigan because it's Okay, but I'm not talking about the other stuff. I'm just saying that's what it was. That's the reason why as a drug it was being brought yeah. into used in the United States. But the opioid crisis that was already in the United States where people were dealing the pills, selling them on the black market, uh, being overprescribed, you know, like you've had surgery, I've had surgery, and I'm not taking any opioids. But I haven't taken an opioid after surgery 
I took it for a week, and then I stopped, and I just went straight to Tylenol, and yeah. I went back to my regular yep. stuff. And I didn't and get I any from from my shoulder surgery because I'm allergic to so many other right. things that they they just kept me like under you took something else. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. That was what took America down a road, and that's what the articles were saying. Took America down a road of. Looking to or toward these drugs for relief of pain. Yeah. But then they became something else, like they became the drug of choice because they're essentially legal. Yeah. You just had to get them a certain way. And a lot of times people were getting them not through the necessarily a black market, but being prescribed yeah. them. Well, when I had my back dependent on yep. that pill. So which it's fucking heroin. I mean it's opium. It right. I um I stopped taking the pain pills. Stop opium. Drink whiskey. A week and a half after my surgery. Even though they had given me enough for like a month. Because I didn't I didn't need them and I needed I wanted to go back to work. Right. And you can't drive. And I can't drive nor can I really be around all children feeling that way. Like, I don't feel comfortable with it. I don't want to be around other people's children with that kind of medication in my system. So, I chose to only do the Tylenol, and if absolutely necessary, take the, the anti-spasm medication at bedtime. But even now, I haven't been taking that and only doing the Tylenol in the morning and the Tylenol in the evening, and I've been okay. 
doses or four? Four pills. Yeah. I take two in the morning and I take two in the evening. No, you should. You need to take one in the middle. If I if I need it, I take it. But if I'm not in pain, then I don't take it. Yeah, but. But like the one day, I had a lot of typing, a lot of paperwork, and I needed it at like 3 o'clock. My arm just hurt. Like I said, need it. So. Just take the. My suggestion is take the dog. I have to be careful every, because every six hours is not going to do anything to you. It's not like you're going to. It's not going to change your judgment. It's no, not no, going to no, mess no. with it's you. It's my stomach. It's not going to make you dizzy. No, Tylenol doesn't do any it's of that. It's just Tylenol. But I, um, they did tell me the last time I did my checkup, I did my one-year checkup for my weight loss stuff, um, beginning of the month, and they, they finally gave me clearance to do ibuprofen if absolutely necessary because I told her I'd had the shoulder surgery. So they make it stronger. Yeah. And more addictive. And more addictive. And what was happening is... I don't know how you make heroin more addictive. The person who had handled it then went to, like, the supermarket, for example, and um, pushed the cart, and then a child would come and touch that cart, and there were cases where a child overdosed just from holding on to the same handle that the person had touched. So, just for the people who are listening to the podcast, it has to be 
man. You want clean clothes? My laundry fairy does a phenomenal job. What you talking about? Ain't no freaking fairies up in here. My magical yeah, laundry want, fairy. If you want, you want clean clothes, the motherfucker's going insane. All right. Um. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I guess I don't have a whole lot of. I understand people can have addictions, and I, I understand that people can be addicted to lots of things. But if I'm an alcoholic, it's my fault. I'm an alcoholic. Yes, but I if believe I'm, that if, if you're addicted if to any substance, well, it's well, your fault. But wait, if I'm a, if I'm a, a smoker and I'm addicted to nicotine, I'm blamed uh-huh. for being that. Why is it that? And I'm not saying that it should be this way, but then why is it that when white folks are taking a drug, they could have been taken legitimately at first, um, but they're continuing to take it when I know that I stopped taking it. Yep, me too. You stopped taking it. My mother stopped taking it. Um, multiple surgeries stopped taking it. But then now we want to say, oh, we have to baby them and they can't be treated as, you know, people who had agency and made choices. No, it's not criminal. Sometimes Um, it is. No, it's not criminal to take. It's never criminal to take. It's how they obtain it if it's not prescribed. but But that's different. That's not, it's still not criminal to take something unless you're not of age. Right. Um... Um, but the way that people want to, oh, now we need to wrap our arms around these people. It's like, I lived through that crack epidemic. Yeah. You know, I lived through the, the, the fact that, you know, when heroin was called heroin. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, no. Everybody else that gets strung out on something they're treated as people who should have made better choices yeah and but you know I grew up with that teenagers white teenagers in some suburbia stealing their parents pills and having pill parties and all of a sudden they get hooked on some drug no matter what that drug has name happens to be and now it's oh we must have compassion for them uh, that that rubs me I think, now, honestly, I think there should be compassion for all everybody, everybody across the board. So, in reality, we should be treating everyone that has any kind of substance abuse problem or any kind of addiction that negative addiction that sh- we should be treating them like they have an addiction. Yeah. And helping them through that addiction like they do in other Western countries. But I, I have, I just, it just bothers me that in America, it's like, you know, if it's only affecting black and brown people, nah, it's not that big a deal. But then once it started affecting, you know, yeah, literally suburban white kids, that's when, yeah, that's when all of a sudden it was like, oh my God, it's an epidemic. It's like, what are you talking about? This shit's been going on for years. Yeah, it's been going on for a long time among poor kids. It's like, why, why are you now all of a sudden on your high horse about this stuff? It's like, no, that's not something as disingenuous. It feels very disingenuous.
All right, moving on to a even worse topic. We had the death of Rosalind Carter. Um, I was shocked that the president, former president, had well, he was already in hospice. He was, and she went faster than he did, and I'm shocked that he's still alive. But it's kind of weird. I mean, he was already in hospice. I think I'm so, not. because they were childhood friends. They met when they were children. Um, when I say children, I mean they were very, very young when they first met. And so I don't know. It was kind of weird that she died when she died. Like they put her in hospice, and I think it was like a week later or less. So she was 96, he's 99. Teeth. There should not be any smiling and, you know, 
feeling good that about your life. Who would be yelling and screaming and gnashing of teeth? The mom screams and yells. The children obey. What? With with fear in their heart. What? Messing up the din din. That's not how our family That's works. That's the way it's supposed to work. No. So I would give a direction. That's called tradition. I would give a direction. Don't make me sing and a song. I would walk out of the room. I didn't want any of that other nonsense to happen. <laughs> so wait, are you saying it was going to happen? Nope. Because you got a look on your face like it was about to pop off. There were times <laughs> I just had to walk out of the space. <laughs> I made a different choice. So it was about to pop off. No, it was just I have oh, to. Oh, you trust... are so lying to yourself no, right now. No, I have to. I know that I am a control freak. Hence, it was about to pop off. So, but my children are capable humans who can do the thing. All children are. So. So, <laughs> it was about to pop my off. Are- oh, I wish we had the video of you right now because you are so lying. Bye. You was you were on the verge. No, I really did have to walk away several times because I wanted to just take over, and that's not fair to them. Promised that I would just be the director and I would let them do the same. Oh, but wait. And so. But if you just wanted to take over, why did you want to take over? Because they weren't doing something. That's right. No, no, no. They were doing it fine. It was just they weren't moving as quickly as I would have moved or in a manner in which I would have done. But I cannot do. And when I said to them, you are going to do this, I meant it. And I could not let me get in the way. So I would give them the direction and I would walk away and if they needed more then they would say hey you need to come back and I would come back but I did that more for my keeping my promise to them and knowing who I am and how controlling I am it wouldn't have been fair but dinner was delicious they did a great job I'm really proud of them because they made a lot of freaking food I mean, Keith's mac and cheese was a bomb.com. It was so creamy and delicious, and there was, and she could eat it because it was, there was no wheat in it. Well, it was all vegan, but she used chickpea pasta so that she could have. She's got to have a minimum of 80 grams of protein a day. So it's really hard, people. It's really, really hard. And it's even harder if you're vegan to get that much protein in a day. And you can just scoop the damn powder into your face home. No. So. You won't 
regular sugar-free pudding and then... You know that you're talking like you told the people why I thought we talked that he had had gastric sleeve surgery. I've had gastric sleeve surgery. He recently had left gastric sleeve surgery. So, um, the lady on the video was saying that she uses the sugar-free pudding and then she uses her protein shake as the liquid instead of pudding have all the protein she needed in that part of her meal. Which is why you got cheesecake protein. Yeah, it was good. And it was sweet. Very sweet. Just because that shake, the shakes are so sweet. That's why she needs them. Because after you have the gastric sleeve surgery, everything is sweet. Like, your, all the shakes are sweet. All the snacks are sweet.
love to drive from there. It's the same distance from Birmingham to Montgomery as Atlanta to Montgomery. So. school football team. Agreed. And Open up that damn gate. Time to, it's not, I think it's, it's definitely time to work themselves out of division. Everybody's been talking about how old Biden is. And my question is, why should it matter? Isn't that why we have a line of succession? If the president dies in office, isn't that why we have a vice president and a line of succession? Why does it matter at all the age of the president? It didn't matter when Reagan was president. He was actually losing. Yeah. I mean, we actually had a person who was not even elected running the White House for him. We had the same thing happen under FDR. And it wasn't about age. But somebody else had to do stuff for him that were duties of the president. I don't I don't understand why there, why anybody is allowing age to be an issue. Now, I have no problem with saying you're not mentally capable. Yeah. Okay, fine. But nobody's saying that. They're not saying Biden's not Right, like that matters. It would be like saying you can't be a doctor because you're too young. Right. It's like, but I passed all the classes. Right. I did all the. I did all the stuff that everybody else does to be a doctor. Yeah. Why can't I? Well, age. There's no age for doctor. There's no maximum age for president. There is a minimum age for president. But there's no maximum age for president. Why is why is that conversation even being allowed? trying to refute it when there's nothing to refute. And it's not, and, and 
you know, you don't use it against, say, someone like Trump, but you also don't use it against anybody. Because why? We don't do it for senators. No. We just had a senator die in office. Yep. You know? Why why can't they die in office? Like Well They could get on a plane and die. They could have a heart attack. They could have a car accident. Right. They could I mean people die all the time. Why is it that we're worried about the president dying? When that's why we have a line of succession. Everything just flows to the next person. So then we've covered the bases. Like, if if you voted for Biden as president, you already know, and the rest of the country knows, once he won, who the second in command is. Right. (laughs) So, (laughs) So then the death thing just goes off the window. Or, or, you know, him needing to have a surgery and having to pass on his powers to someone while he's in surgery, which has happened many times. Yeah. They pass it on to the next person, which is the vice president, and they move on with their life. Yep. I, I guess I just don't... I do not understand why we're having this conversation when we have created a system that guards against the negative eventuality of an incapacitated or dead dead president. That's it. That's all you got for me. Yeah. I think Joe should retire, but it's not what I think. I know. Retire why? And don't say because it's over. Because he's been in, the, in government for 50 years. So you just want other people. Yes. Then why should he retire? Why can't he run against them? I didn't say he couldn't run against them. No, no, no. Retire means that you're not actively seeking the office anymore. You see, that's what I don't get. You're you're literally making the argument because he's too old. And what I'm saying is, no. If there are other people, why are they not running against him? system and the person that is president in their party, nobody runs against them. They don't get challenges from their side. Yeah. Which maybe therein lies a problem. Yeah. Maybe they should. Yeah. I think that's... It should just be opened up. But there's no law saying that they can't. It's just the backlash of Dems against Dems. Yeah. That's where the problem's going to always come out. You're not going to get any support from the Democratic National Convention no. because... You're running, and that's why other people then have to run for third parties and just lose. Because they're going to lose to one or the other, and they're not going to win on their own. Because they don't have the state. They don't have the infrastructure in the states that can get them, not one, on the ballots, but also get, you know, be be in a state, all the states where your infrastructure is there that allows be a part of the election process in the states because you don't have no electors. Um, And maybe therein lies a problem. Maybe we shouldn't have that system. But that 
systems secures our party system. Right. Um, and I'm sure neither the Republicans nor the Democrats want to lose their hold on the, on that. You know, I mean, if you're if you're sitting there going, I don't like that guy over there, but it's either going to be him or me. I don't want somebody else. Right. The, the two of us are going to fight against anybody else. Yep. You know, even though I don't necessarily like you, but we've been together. We've been doing. We've been doing this fight for a long time. I mean, I'd rather me be standing here with you than that next person. Or right. That next person. Um. Yeah, I. I think that to to get rid of the age thing, just have an open primary system of each party it's like it doesn't matter who the president is you're you've now got okay you're the, you were the president for four years now you're running for office you're still the president but you're running for office for the next four years now you've got to go through this process again because maybe we democrats or maybe we republicans don't want you anymore but the only way we're going to know that is to have alternatives to you right inside of our party yeah okay I don't think anybody. I mean, the the question the question is who would want to run? Who would want to run against an incumbent president that has done stuff, positive things, like has a record of positive things that they've done? Who would want to run against that person? Because in reality, you don't have a track record, right? As president, right? <laughs> whereas this person does. It's like that's kind of like an unfair fight. Yeah, you know. And I think that's probably why they don't do it. Because it's like, and he's got a bully pulpit. I mean, he can literally just talk about stuff as president, bolstering his position in the in in the race without talking about the race at all. Just right. because of the fact that he can just walk out and anywhere he goes, he's gonna get covered. Being president, and he can be presidential. Like it's like interviewing for the job, interviewing for someone else's job while they're still holding the job, and they're still showing everybody that they're doing the job right. Who votes for you? That's the problem. Yeah. So I don't. I I I don't get. I don't get. All right, I got another one for you. Almost done. We're almost done. Don't start yawning now. My God. Because as soon as the yawning happens, the eyes get small and sucked into your head. And you know, <laughs> you're, you're, you're back. You're back to sleep again. Why are Jewish issues everyone's issues? Wait. Black and brown issues should be, but they aren't. FYI, Jewish does not mean white. Go, go, go. So, I have a, a friend who is Jewish, and every day she sends me things about what's going on with the war in Gaza. And I get that her family escaped from the Ukraine and came here during World War II. And all the atrocities that happened. 
and I know his side of it. And it's really hard as somebody who's outside of both to not feel like it's just a, a waste of lives. Like, okay, I don't think you're answering my question. I don't, I don't, I don't know why. I don't think that a Jewish, the Jewish, um, missing my question. My question was why are Jewish issues everyone's issues? They aren't. They are. No, they're made that way as soon by as the you media. S- no, they're not. They're why made by that way by, by the, the ADL. Okay. They are not. They ADL is the one that's taking out these ads trying to set the record straight about what happened Yeah. in Israel. By Hamas. Yeah. Not Palestinians. Yeah. Hamas. Right. Totally different. Well, not totally different. Well, not every Palestinian is part of Hamas or yes, even believes you, Hamas is correct. Isn't, isn't part all the people that are in Hamas Palestinian? I don't know. I don't I don't know how that works. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I would say Hamas is probably many, represented by many different nationalities. Yeah. With the same focus. But those people that are in Gaza fighting for or with Hamas, I would say that their their ideas about why they don't like, like what would bring them to become part of that organization is based on what Israel is doing to Gaza. Right? Right. You know, it's not based on what Israel is doing to Iran. You know, it has, nothing, it has almost nothing to do with Iran. It has to do with what's happening in Gaza. My thing is when when something's happening to say Hispanics, Spanish speakers in in the United States of America, it's not seen as everybody's problem at all. It's a problem of Hispanics or Spanish speaking people. It's not a problem of everybody else. If it's a Mexican, if it's a Mexican thing, even the people in Texas don't feel that it's their problem, and they're right there on the border. They are. You know, they're getting they a, a large they're Mexican getting population. they're getting a large influx of uh, people coming across the border in Texas, Arizona, California. They're getting all they're getting they're getting people coming literally across the border. So they're the impact is hitting them right there. Right there on the border. But a Mexican problem is not their problem. Mexicans' problem inside of the United States of America is not just, it's 
not there, is it? Right. So this says Hamas is the Palestinian branch of the Muslim Brotherhood. See? That's what I'm saying. It's a Palestinian thing. That's what I thought. But anyway, because the Muslim Brotherhood, I think, is, is mostly based out of Iran, I think. Um, but when we, when inside the United States, whenever something happens to say black folks, it's not looked at as this is a United States problem that needs to be dealt with. It is a black people's problem that needs to be dealt with that never gets dealt with. But when it's Jewish, like, and if you take any other group, like Irish, German, it doesn't matter. You you can pick the group. Native American. Oh my God. None of these groups. It's never a problem for everybody else when it's their their issue, their no. problem. But when it's Jewish people, all of a sudden, it's everybody needs to solve this issue. This is a problem. This is an American problem. And it's like, why? Why is this an American problem? I don't, that's what I don't get. It's like, I, it seems unfair when you come from, just like women. Women, even women problems are not American problems. No. <laughs> Overturning Roe v. Wade, not an American problem. And that's about as big an American problem as you can probably get at this point. Healthcare for women? Basic rights for a woman's yeah, body, you know what I'm saying? I mean, body. But we don't we still don't look at that as an American problem. It is an American problem. And it is an American problem. You know, women tend to have children. And I think that's that's what I don't get. So then all of a sudden, and, and people that are Jewish in America tend to have that as part of being Jewish. Like when we have an issue, as you know, speaking as a Jewish person, when we have an issue, this is a problem everybody needs to solve. You know, and I get based on their history, they would feel that way. Because their problem really isn't, a, a lot of times, it's not national. It's no. international. Yep. Because they're a group of people bound together by a religion, much like Muslims. Yeah. So then all of a sudden, if they're being persecuted in, say, the United States, they're probably being persecuted in many other countries at the exact same time. Yeah. Which is fine. I understand that. I get that. I understand, you know, you know. England tries to act like it's such a nice place, but England was one of the first countries to try to kick out Jews, you know? So it's, I, okay, yes. I, I get the international reach of backlash or lash against Jewish people, sometimes unfounded. Right. Okay, that's historical. Yeah. But this thing with Hamas, Who's in Gaza and Israel? Who's in Israel? Yep. Why does that make it automatically something that's my problem? I don't know. Now I do understand the United States wants to have a certain amount of influence in the Middle East. 
I understand the United States wants to have its thumb on Israel so that it can control events in the Middle East. Yep. Okay, that's a national uh, military outlook. Yes. Okay, I get that. You know, you want to satiate Saudi Arabia so that you can have a certain amount of influence. You want to not piss off China by backing Taiwan more than we're already backing Taiwan. You know what I mean? You you don't want you there are certain things, certain plays that you're making for international diplomacy's sake. Right. Okay, fine. But we've been sending billions of dollars to Israel for Israel to exist where it exists. After we thought it was a good idea, the United States among other Western countries, to make Israel after World War II. So, it's literally like saying, we're going to put you in a lion's den. The lions are never going to stop attacking you, but we're going to back you the whole time. Right. Maybe you shouldn't be in the lion's den. But since you are, and you have a very strong military, and we're always reminded on how how strong their uh, intelligence agencies are, and you have your military is capable, yep. has the resources. Why do we have to back them? I don't know. Like, why do we have? To, it's like having a, a little brother that that is always picking fights with people. Even even if they're just talking. Like they never come to blows, but even if they're just having a conversation with like fuck that Right. You know? He can kiss my ass. Yep. You know, it's like, dude, don't do that. Don't antagonize. Yeah. You know? Because if you antagonize, I gotta step in. Yep. I don't wanna step in. You know? But all of a sudden the little brother gets to be bigger than the big brother yep. in the region. They don't need you to step in. So when they want to antagonize, fucking let them antagonize and let them go. Yep, I agree. I guess that's that. And I and and people here in the United States, I don't get why all these people, and I don't care if they're citizens, naturalized citizens, here on visas. It doesn't matter. They're here. Yes. You're here for a reason. You're not here because you want to fight a war. Like, if you're Palestinian, you're not here to fight a war against Jews in America. No, and I don't understand that. So and I don't Jews aren't here to fight a war against Palestinians. No, and I don't understand the, the violence that is happening. So, my friend got a notice. I understand But are you talking about violence in America? In America. In America. So, my friend lives in Chicago. She lives in a gated community, and they and tell them not to put their stuff up for Hanukkah because it, they were just making themselves a target. One family in the neighborhood was like, fuck that, I'm putting up my Hanukkah stuff. They did, and then somebody went and destroyed all of their decorations, damaged their house, cut the power lines to the house. There's some major vandalism because they identified their house as being Jewish. 
understand what you don't I literally don't understand what you don't understand because protesting a protest is kind of our thing. Okay. So I'll I'll give you an example. When I was in college the KKK had a rally in Lansing. I went to the rail the rally as an anti KKK protest. There were no physical altercations. Okay, you were on a peacefully protest. Yes. I get the peaceful protest. What I don't get is to go up and physically assault someone and murder them in the street and leave them there. Okay, now, what if there was somebody in the KKK that had killed your brother? Okay. Don't you think you're justified in going after them? Yes, but that's Causing not... Causing them... I'm talking about at that thing. That, you saw them there. They're walking individual. around. They've got their pitchfork and their fucking tiki torch. And now, you know that that's the guy who killed my brother. You're telling me you're not justified in jumping on his back and trying to claw his eyes out? Yes. If... Okay. Yes. 
so that but if, that different than the situation that we're talking about? Because they don't know the person. They just no, no, no. The people in the Middle East. They I'm not do talking have, about the Middle East. I'm talking about are. here. You're I'm saying talking here, about the violence but, that's but, happening I know, but here. these people have family there. But the, the guy who was who killed your brother or your sister or your niece or your nephew in Gaza is not walking around on the streets of New York. I know. Now you're talking about what do they believe. See, what you're really saying is, do I believe an eye for an eye works? Like, is that a thing that is a part of our belief system? And if it is, it really doesn't matter which eye. But that's what the, you got you can you can give me all your explanations, but I will never understand. Why not? Being in a different country. And you're saying you're in a different country, but your enemy is the same. It's not. No, it is. You have. It is not. Okay, so let's say we were in China. Uh huh. And the guy from the KKK was you in China. You were talking China. about an individual, a specific. No, no, no. Individual. I'm talking about some anybody. KKK no, you was walking around in China and not, you met them and you were like, wait a minute, you're from where? And you're in the KKK? I'm not going to bust his noodle and kill him. Why not? Because he's not the one that did it. Okay, so you're talking about personal, person to person. And what they're talking about is group to group. Which I don't understand. Yes, but you're, you don't. I will never what, understand. What group do you belong to? Is there a group that you belong to that you'd be willing to kill somebody over assault on that group? I don't understand. I mean, I don't have a religious No, no, not just religion. I don't have a cultural connection other than being a protector of children. There's nobody I'm just going to go and kill the black man, I'm going to go kill you because you killed the black man. That's not how that works. No, no, no. It, it is if you have, if your group identification... I don't have one. So I don't... Kind of, no, you do. You have white, you have I woman, don't. you have Karen. Those are all groups. Rude. That's fucking rude. <laughs> Alright, so... The I only mean, one but, that I would identify... But wait, you have, a, you have group identification, it's just you're saying I wouldn't kill based on it. But you do have that. That's not the point. You do have them. What I'm saying is, the people that we're talking about are not looking at individuals. Remember, we Americans talk about individuals. I am talking about Americans in America. But, But we talk about being the individual. So, like, that's why our court system is the way it is. You know, it's the individual bringing the case against the individual. Look. Whereas Jewish people don't see it like the individual. They say see it as the group. You are you are attacking when you attack one, you are attacking all. So that way if you're attacking all of us, whether you're in England or America or Hamas or Egypt, it doesn't matter. If you're attacking us, one of us, you're attacking all of us, and we all together collectively 
now need to fight against all of you. Yep, still not gonna get it. I don't think, okay, intellectually you should understand what I just said. That is the difference in having a group identity that you base your actions on that group as, identity. Fine, as a group, whatever. As an individual attacking another individual because they identify as a member of that group and you identify as a member of a, the opposing group, it gives you no let me, right, okay, so rhyme let me, or reason okay, let's think to of it, murder let's someone, think of it the harm direction. someone. You keep thinking it. It, it gives you all in the reasons. In another reason. if country, if it isn't if, at if, war. If you are a part of that group, you have all the justification you need. But, because um, that's how you believe. You believe you're a part of that group, so that is, that's, is what makes it okay for you to do what you're doing. That's the problem. You're, you're saying that it shouldn't exist, but that is what exists. I would understand. So, like, if I'm Muslim and you're and you start attacking. Muslim people in, say, Russia, okay, and then now, now I'm Muslim. I live in America, and I start seeing Russian people. They may, I, I'm going to look at you. You're, you're in America, but you're Russian, as part of that group. I don't look at you as an individual. I'm looking at you as part of that group because I view myself as part of a group that is being victimized by your people in that other place. And so because I view that way, I view you that way. Midwesterners do this all the time. You should be able to you should wrap your be able to wrap your brain around this. <laughs> if it happened to me, you should understand it. Why? Because it happened to me. Midwesterners do that all the time. Say I'm wrong. Go ahead and say I'm wrong. <laughs> I guess my thing is less the the road that you've gone down with this is more about the fact that outside of international diplomacy and control of a region, Israel's problems are not my problems. And I'm not saying Jewish problems are not my problems because there are Jewish people that are American. Their yeah. religion has nothing to do with the fact that they're citizens. Right. So, as citizens of the United States, their problems very well may be my problems. Yes. As citizens of the United States, but as Jewish people, their problems aren't necessarily my problems. Now, regular human rights issues are human rights issues. But those are not adjudicated by any one country. Those are world issues. Yep. You see? And so, still not my, my individual problem. You know? And I, 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 I've always had a problem with if, if, you know, you feel a certain way, I'm supposed to feel a certain way too, but I don't belong to you not a part of your group, you know, so then why should I feel this way too, and it seems like once you say that, then all of a sudden, oh, you're, you're, you're anti-Semitic, yeah. and it's like, no, I'm not anti-Semitic at all, no. it's just not, 
not my deal. Right. I could, I could say, I could literally say the same thing about abortion. It's not my deal. As far as I'm concerned, it's not my choice. It never has been. I've always, I've always felt as a guy going all the way back to high school. If I got a girl pregnant, it was her choice to keep the baby or not keep the baby. If she kept the baby, then I have a responsibility to that baby. If she didn't keep the baby, then I have I I would have felt that I had a responsibility to help that woman, that girl. Yes. With that process. But outside of that, it's her it was always her. It was always her choice. But honestly, for married people, it's always been the woman's choice, even though men tried to co-opt that decision-making process and say it was theirs. I saw I saw a This doctor said that she was an OBGYN and she doesn't need a, a man's permission, your partner's position, your husband's position, or, uh, permission to do to tie her too. She doesn't need because most times when a woman asks for her tubes to be tied, there are all these parameters. She has to be a certain age. She has to have this many children. She has to have the permission of her partner. She has to... It is some bullshit. And these are the things that women go through. But what do you think they're trying to protect? I don't know. No, no, think about it. Honestly, think about it's it. It's her body. Who no, gives a fuck I what want you think? to think about it. What She's are they possession? trying to... No. I, I, I think... They're trying a, to protect a, a lawsuit for... No. As what? a country, as a country, they're protecting something, and it has almost nothing to do with the man. Procreation. Yeah. Why? Because that white people are dwindling. Yeah. Birth rates. Oh, people care. I don't. People care. People care like motherfucker. Well, That's why all of these things are happening all over the world have been happening since the 90s because and I was talking about it back then I made a choice not European, to have white children European birth rates white Caucasian birth rates have been dropping for decades and just like they're seeing like say in Japan where they don't have enough young people to sustain South yeah, Korea. This has, been, this has been going on since forever. Like, my mom had to have my stepdad's permission to get her no, no, no. tube tied I know. in the 70s. I know. That permission is to They weren't even married. The, well, why... Okay, why do, why do Catholics say that you can't have abortion? Because they don't want people making this decision. Because they, they know that the numbers of... The number of of Catholics? No. White folks in the world is way smaller than every brown group in the world. And once they realized that, then they had to put in place all of these things to protect white births. Why is it that black women are still dying at the rate they're dying to have children? But when white folks in the, in the same country, 
white, the same white women, the same they're program. not having the same outcomes. They, well, one group, you got too many kids already. We don't care about those kids. But the other groups, yeah, we need you to keep having babies. Yep. You know? Um, European, I mean, they're talking about French dying as a language because they don't have enough people to sustain. And who's going to speak it? Because you can't only speak it if you're French. Right, because otherwise they're so damn bigoted against <laughs> exactly. you. Exactly. They're bringing nobody in. Just like what's happening in China. They're having the exact same problem. And, and uh, yeah. And um, what you call it? Uh, Korea is having the exact same problem. When you have a, a society that's bringing in no new people, yep. but you're saying to the people that are there, you must, you must keep having children. Uh, Mao was telling people to have children and then all of a sudden flipped the switch and said because he was paying people to have children right, and, then, right, exactly. and then it was a self-induced famine for 30 years and, and he was like stop it I'm having children you damn rabbits stop when in reality they needed to just have a normal right whatever whatever like some people are going to have five children and some people are going to have one children and some people are gonna, and just letting it happened the way it would have happened, they would have been way healthier. Yep. But because they went from one extreme, have as many kids as you can have, to the other extreme, you can only have one. All of a sudden, they never created a balance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's the idea of birth rates not driving this decision-making process is what is being hidden. Yep. Because all you gotta do is look at the numbers. Those numbers are published every year. They talk about this every year. The, the fact that, look at the birth rates, look at the amount of people. They keep talking about, we're getting overpopulated, but they're not being overpopulated by the right people. Right. The same ideas that, that they talked about back during Hitler's time they're still talking about, you know, the right, if, if, if we had the right people or the white people having more children, it would be fine. We wouldn't be talking about overpopulation. Right. It's only overpopulation when it's in Africa or in South America or in, the, in Central America or in Asia. Then all of a sudden it's those are the wrong people, you know, and Europe is not very big. 2007 to 2022, the birth rate in the United States fell from 14.3 births per 1,000 people to 11.1. Among which group? Total. All the people. You gotta break it down into the groups, man. So you that's 23% less. You can't look at it that way. That's not the number they're trying to protect. They're literally trying to protect white and if you look that up across the world, that graph is crazy. Well, and it, there was a, a big uptick in 2022 because of COVID. Uptick where? In the United States. I know. you got to stop looking at the whole country. If the whole country is not what they're trying I'm, to protect. Aaron, I am trying to look up the birth rates <laughs> by ethnicity in the U.S. If you'll give me a moment. But see, also, it's not just the U.S., no, I know that. 
So when they started doing in Europe and they were like, we need to uh, kick out all the Muslims, what they were really talking about was we need to kick out anybody who is going to be different than the culture that's already here. So kick out Muslims because of the religion and their culture. Kick out brown folks because they're having babies and we're not. That's what was happening. So that's why they were trying to kick these people out of their countries. You know, and they're still doing it because I think Trump came out just last year talking about, or no, just last week, talking about um, he was going to have a Muslim ban if he got back into the White House. That means mess coming into the country. Right. And he wanted to get rid of naturalization or birth of citizenship by birth. Okay, so here Which is literally part of our constitution. Part of children. But it's part of our constitution. Yes, I know. Um, so it says the fertility rate in the United States in 2021, which is the most recent numbers they have in here, was 56.3 per 1,000 women ages 15 to 44. Of all live births in the United States during 2019-2021, the average of 23.8 were Hispanic, 52% were white, 14 black and 0.0 or 0.8 were uh, Native American and 6.6 were Asian or Pacific Islander. So still 50%. You did not get to the number that you needed to get to. You're not getting to the information that that I'm actually talking about. Look at over time since they've been keeping track of birth rates by ethnicity or by by race and look at birth rates for those same groups over the last 50 years. That's the, what, what we're, That's what they're trying to protect. That's what's happening. It's not about last year or the year before. There are more white folks in this country, so of course they're going to have more births than other groups in this country. That's not the point. It's, it's a matter of where are they in relation to where they were in years past, and is that number going up or going down? Well, that number has been going down. For well, a sure. There's time. also, you know, the ease of contraception and yeah, but contraception is not the reason that they're not having as many children. Yes, there it is. No, there, that's the reason that control when you have children. It's also a way to prevent having more children. So if you're saying But if you want children. But if you don't, like my sister for example. I know, but that 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 doesn't stop you from wanting. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't stop the next person from wanting. Contraception it, doesn't stop a person from wanting. The avail the ease and availability of contraception is a reason why birth rates are lower. No. No, yes. no, no, no. It's a choice. It's a choice. So you that you could also say abstinence is a reason that birth rates are lower. No, are that's you not. Me right now? It's the choice to not have children is a reason that birth rates are lower. Yes, but if you have the means to protect yourself, but you have the means. We all have the means. Not, what are you getting upset about? We all every, have the means. Not everyone has. We all have abstinence. So we all have the means to not have children. That's just 
No, no. We all have the means. There are always circumstances where you don't have the means as a woman. If you're in a relationship with somebody who doesn't give a shit about what you want as a human, and they have sex with you regardless of what you want... Okay, well now you're you talking about being raped. Not yes, but, but that's not the same thing. We're not talking about that it with birth happens rates. Every day I don't know, but that's not. What, but when we, but when we're talking about birth rates, that's not what we're talking about. It, it we're not talking about. Is. No, we're not talking about being raped. When we're talking about birth rates, because you would never know. Like, like, how would you ever be able to walk into someone's house and be like, that child was because you both decided to have children. That child was because you, the man was horny one night and just took that ass and that child over there we're not sure like that they don't you can't count it that way so there's no way to there's no way for that number to end up in that as a reason what that's it's just not there would be no way for anybody to know Like my mother, for example, got pregnant very young and didn't want to have the baby but didn't have access to an abortion, even though she wanted one. She couldn't afford it. She would have been kicked out of her home, whatever. She was forced to have a child she didn't want. She was forced to have three children she didn't want. None of those were a choice that she really made because she didn't have access to prevention. She didn't have access to the abortion. Now we have more access to prevention. We have more options for prevention. It's not just okay, a pill like and it's not just a it's not Are just you looking a condom. at abortion as prevention? To having a child? Sure. No. There are, it's prevention to having a child but not prevention to getting I didn't say having a Contraception pregnant. is prevention of getting pregnant. Yes, but I'm not saying... I'm saying... In other words, it's a, From having a child. We but also, it's a choice to use that contraception, even whether it's available or not. How is it a choice? It's a choice to use the contraception. If it's not available, how is it a choice? Right. So then if you don't have that as a choice... Abstinence is your choice. Not if you're t- if it's taken from you. That's what I'm saying. But now you're talking about being raped. Yeah. Okay. It happens every minute it's of not every about day. Whether it happens or not, I'm talking about if you're looking at a chart of live births in the country, you're not gonna know with any. You're not gonna know how, what percentage of these kids were rape babies yeah babies of women that were no it does matter because when you're talking about when you're talking about um the number of children being born every year you're not even factoring in how they were conceived okay so let's look at whether it was a test tube baby or a rape of teen pregnancies over the years. 
among all groups in the United States has dropped dramatically because they have access. They have contraception. Not only contraception, but like the plan B. So say you have sex and you didn't have a condom or you forgot to take your pill or whatever. The condom broke. Gotcha. You can go to the pharmacy the next day and buy the plan B over the counter. And that just saved you from having an unwanted pregnancy. Therefore, it helps contribute to the lower birth rate. I know, but what what this lower birth rate that I'm talking about has had very little to do with that. It has more to do with the fact that fewer people there's something else happening. We can't afford it. We can't afford to have more children. I don't think that's it. Oh, that's no, it. I really no, I think that might be because you gotta remember it wasn't rich people that had lots of babies. No, but those are the poor people who had lots of babies also didn't have access to the other things. Maybe, but but that I I think the lower rate has to do with college educated people. Also, the higher births are usually people who are in a rural area who need the workers. Not anymore, but back in the day, that's yeah, back what it in was. the day, absolutely. I mean, even when we were kids. I know, but that was definitely. Um, but we can't afford it. No, you're saying we can't afford it. People that are college educated, they can afford it. Can they? They just don't want to afford it. They they are choosing not to. Could we have afforded more children? Sure, we could have. If we wanted it, if we wanted to live that life, sure. I mean, I wanted a bunch of children. No, the only reason we stopped having children because is my body to... said no. Right. That's why we stopped. It had nothing to do with wanting or not wanting. So, yeah, we, we would have adopted it, but we, we chose not to do that we because we had, couldn't afford it. But we would have had more birthday adoption is different than having a baby. <laughs> having a baby, that baby is just there. And they need now the similar <laughs> Right. The huggies, because we didn't use pampers. Do you know what I'm saying? They just... It, it just has to be done as opposed to, you know, going through the process of, of proving viability as parents to some agency. Yeah. Well, now you show up at the end of the podcast? Man, please. I'm not even going to go back to your question. Um, what did you come down from? So... How we got off on talking about talking about birth, birth rates. rates, but um, yeah, I I am not I'm not okay with the idea that all Jewish problems are everybody's problem, unless unless you're gonna make everybody's individual individual group problems American problems, which is fine. They should be. Women should be seen as a minority group, and if they're a minority group, their problems should be American problems. Black problems, Jewish problems, you know, all the Hispanic problems, Mexican problems, 
Nicaraguan problems, Guatemalan problems. Hey man, you gotta take care of the Guatemalans, man. You know what I'm saying? You just don't don't exclude all the other groups because you know you think your group is is more important, which I get. You know, everybody who identifies with the group thinks that their group is the most important group. So okay, fine. But then if your problem is gonna be so important, everybody else's problem is gonna have to be so important too. We don't have that. been trying for hours and hours and hours and there are no shoppers that doesn't that doesn't that all the shoppers are busy exactly doesn't that seem to mean it's a holiday weekend so tomorrow you'll be getting the delivery it's affecting your ass i got my last thing that i have on here ohio state went down 30 to 24 michigan tried to give the game to them like auburn did to alabama that was so sad. It was so sad. Right now, Philadelphia and Buffalo are tied up. Uh-oh. Yep, 31-31 in overtime. And, uh, I don't know. These Eagles, they seem like they're trying to, trying to not, not get back to the Super Bowl this year. Oh, you want your question? question. Should we have a new sport? Yeah, you asked that two weeks ago. And you had no answer, did you? You had no reason to ask that damn question. Oh, no, I probably said that out of delirium. Exactly. That's why I thought. Should we have a new sport? What would that even be? I don't know. Something that doesn't involve a ball. Facebook and you're in Facebook Marketplace, it automatically puts your stuff like on your Instagram page. It doesn't put it on your threads. Even they don't post the threads. <laughs> How bad is that? To get That's Facebook's Twitter. Facebook's version of Twitter. I get thread updates on my Facebook. Because that's what they called it. Because it's a part of Facebook. But like when you go into your marketplace and you do something, it'll be like, do you want to put it on all these other things? Yeah. And it'll automatically go over to Instagram. Nothing goes to threads. So they're not even populating threads with stuff from Facebook. Why would I populate anything on threads? Fuck threads. I don't even know. 
Facebook. Really, they're not talking about it. I'm telling you, man. Facebook I got is an 11 a new dying platform. Threads So uh, they have their throwback, and they'll they'll change it. Like they have they have an all black uniform. And is this like an older uniform that they're doing a throwback Ooh, to? Buffalo or that? No, the Eagles uniform that they're in right now is their uniform right now. That soft green. Important shit. I get 400 emails a day or more. You don't have to. I don't. 
don't know how to make them stop. You can I've make done them un- stop. I'm done unsubscribing and they still come. Stop. Sadness. If you want to check out our blog space that we almost never write on, thetravelingfars.blueberry.net. No E's in the blueberry, which is also where we're hosted all of our podcasts. So then, if you want to get the old podcast, like last week, I posted our first podcast. Yes, I did. 2017, baby. First podcast from Macau. I did that. I I put that out there so people could, you know, get to the first podcast and work their way through. Because honestly, I, I would say our best podcasts are probably the ones from China. Oh, sure. But these are still good. That means you got to keep listening. You know, there's some gems in there. Um, you want to talk about the uh, other business? Oh, you should have done that. She's all flustered I don't now. even know Patreons anymore. The Traveling Fars or Traveling Fars <laughs> Patreon.com. I don't know. Whoa! You can find the Traveling Fars on Patreon. We need more patrons. Our one patron is very lonely. Uh, God, that was Sorry. And we had a GoFundMe, but yeah. I don't think it would be doing anything. It's not active anymore. It's not active. We probably need to set up another one for the makery. I'll think about that. And, um, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Check out Fars Cards. Yes, head on over to Fars Cards. Woodworking projects are now going up on Fars Cards. All three of our woodworking projects are now on Fars Cards. Support small business. You can get your one-of-a-kind art pieces. You can get customized t-shirts. You said one of a kind. You said one of a kind, and I heard custom. No, custom tees. Custom But one of a kind art pieces. But you can also get custom artwork. Three hundred pieces of art in there sitting there. Yeah, there's a lot of art. Buy art, people. Buy art. Lots of paintings. By art. This is a battle on uphill battle what is that? going on for decades. What is that? What is that thing that everybody's ever <laughs> buying? The digital thing? NFTs. Don't buy those. Yeah, buy don't, actual. Don't buy NFTs because those are about to die and you're about to lose a whole lot of money. So. Buy art. Don't rely don't on buy crypto. <laughs> yeah, don't rely on crypto. That's 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 not gonna that's not gonna hold for very long. All right, that's it. Say goodbye to the people. Bye, people. Once we upload our brains to the blockchain, then, Peace. It, then it might matter. But, uh, I see that. I don't We're see not listening. We're not listening to you anymore, you, you freeloader.